This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about new girl. I am here live and in, oh, we're not live, in person with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. Who took a bad opportunity to take a drink of water and me your host jill thank you for bearing with us while we were on zoom we promised to try our best never to be on zoom again we know it was rough it's not the same no it was rough for us too if you guys are mad be mad at joe he's the one who moved he's the one who moved broke up the band they won't because joe's the favorite (laughs) yeah so we're here today to discuss season two episode 20 chicago and as always we will start by passing the feeling stick around i'm gonna start if it's okay with you guys i don't have an issue with it i'm so excited because Variety is having a new girl reunion on, well, I don't know if it's on Zoom, but it's virtual. You can watch it online June 8th through 10th. I'm not sure which day the reunion is. And it's what we've always wanted, the whole gang back together, you know, kind of. We'd like some episodes. But the talk on the internet is from fans. They're thinking that the reunion where they discuss the show is going to be so popular that they're going to want to do a reboot. Someone's going to want to do a reboot. Ooh. And my favorite thing about this is like Hannah Simone posted it. And I don't know if anyone else did yet. But instead of making his own post, Lamorne shared our story about it. <laughs> Gotta love Lamorne. Every time I'm like, oh man, that guy's never coming on the show. He throws me a weird bone. And I'm like, nope, he still knows about us. He still cares. So we're very excited for that. Thinking about recording a special post reunion mm. podcast. What I'm hoping is that someone says, I wonder if there's New Girl podcast and Lamorne remembers us and tells them about us and we get all the followers. I think our podcast is why they're doing the reunion. I mean, obviously Variety oh, yeah. is <laughs> following us on Instagram. <laughs> Joe, did you bring a feeling stick? Nope. I don't got anything this week. Okay. Heather, did you? I did. Um, I have one feeling stick item. Uh, there's a new, fairly new show, um, started about a month or so ago, on ABC. And it's called Home Economics. It's adorable. And if you're a fan of Schmidt's mom, she is on it as the grandma. Nice. Good yeah. feelings to have. Thank you. Okay, so let's discuss this episode, uh, season two, episode 20, Chicago. Netflix description is, after death, a death occurs in Nick's family, the gang travels with him to Chicago, where his friends help him with funeral plans and meet his eccentric family. Guest stars from this episode include Margot Martindale, who plays Nick's mom. I've always thought of her as a comedic actress. No. No, she's in Dead Man Walking, Million Dollar Baby, and I, there's another one a I forgot. A very dark one with Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, it was with Julia Roberts. Yeah, yes. It's- Pretty Woman? No. No, no it's oh. super dark. That one I would have been. I don't recommend it. On the tip of her tongue. Yeah. Um, okay, also we have uh, Bill Burr, who plays Bobby, who is Nick's brother-in-law, it appears. And the grandma, who's played by Ellen Abertini something. Can we run handwriting? Sorry, guys. She's in Family Guy, The Wedding Singer, and Shameless. Heather, I know you love The Wedding Singer. I, Wait, I who have... is in Shameless? The grandma. I just... Nick's grandma was in Shameless. She was. It's weird, though, because <laughs> I didn't... I, I put on here, is that the old lady from The Wedding Singer? It is. 
The older woman. Yeah. Why does she look the same? Yeah. Wedding singer was like 30 years ago. I think they made her up to look a little older in that. And then probably just like left her alone. Good costume design. She's actually deceased now. Oh, rest in peace. I love her. And also we have Nick Kroll who plays Jamie, which is Nick's brother. And he's been in a thousand things. I'm not going to list them all. I think we're all pretty familiar with Nick Kroll. But fun fact, Mm. guess who's met him? Me. Oh, Nick Kroll? Yes, he was in Uncle Drew. He played, like, the bad guy. And as I mentioned before on the podcast, I don't remember why, but it came up before Caden, our son, interviews celebrities and athletes on his Instagram. Go follow him, Caden Center. <laughs> and he interviewed him and um, Lil Rel Howry together in a group interview. And Nick Kroll was so nice. Oh. And his eyes in real life are so beautiful. And I handed each of them Caden's business card as we exited and said, follow him on Instagram. And Lil Rel did and Nick Kroll did not. But so other than that, I Aww. liked him. Well, Nick Kroll's probably a busy person. No, you. everyone has enough time to follow my son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode. We're at the loft and Jess comes in with balloons with all sort of weird things written on them. Nick comes in, gets entangled in them and in a fight with them when his mom calls. Uh, the gang, other than Nick, start to suck the helium out of balloons, which I hate. I hate that so much. And Nick comes in and tells them his dad died and is talking to them and no one says anything. It's very awkward. He's like, are you guys going to say something? And as they hug him and comfort him, they have the helium high-pitched voice. But, yeah, that was that was classic Nick where he starts fighting with the balloons. Yes, and then they get wrapped around his leg. <laughs> and then I only knew to look for this because you once told me that we're Tran is swimming with... Um, Jess and Nick that you could tell Max Greenfield was really really happy. Yeah. Okay. He is actually really laughing in the first scene here. I noticed that too. Because you can tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, did you have any thoughts on the opening scene? Oh, I thought it was a buzzkill when Nick said about his dad. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely You know, but then That's a harsh way to describe a death in the family. But then they're, then they have the helium voice and it's, well, aren't you guys going to say something? Sorry. (laughs) It was really. The comedic timing on that. And you got to remember, that's something where they have to suck that balloon right before they talk. The helium voice only lasts for seconds. Yeah. And and actually in that scene, that's, that's funny, Joe says that because I watched it and thought, gosh, wouldn't it have worn out by now? That was a while for Nick to be talking and then for them to still have the helium voice. Oh, I gotcha. Thought. Well, I um, I didn't want to laugh because it was, you know. Yeah. But I laughed. I will I'll say, in general, I don't like when sitcoms deal with death because I don't think it's no. funny. But this is an important, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this I episode. mean, it was, it was kind of, I think they needed a way to, to introduce Jess to his family. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And as we see her supporting him, it all makes sense. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. So we're in Chicago at Nick's house. And outside, there's kind of like a little interaction between Winston and Nick. And he says that Nick's dad loved him more than him. He told me. And Nick goes, yeah, he told me that too. <laughs> we found out that Schmidt lost his bag. And he really wanted to look good for Nick this weekend. Yes, he did. And then they warned Jess that Nick's family is a little bit crazy. So they walk inside. And Heather, I know you're going to appreciate this. I've never caught it until this episode. Uh. But the brother and brother-in-law are arguing about if you call soda, soda, or if you call it pop. Oh, I didn't Which, know like, our dad and his family from back east used to call it pop. They did? Yeah. So, I, I maybe, okay, Heather won't notice this. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I noticed was the brother said, I got the napkins. Yes. For the funeral. Yes. 
So it's complete chaos. We find out nothing's done. And the mom says, you know, Nikki will take care of everything. He's the man of the family. Jess introduces herself and the mom immediately doesn't like her and says, is she Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was appropriate. And she goes, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> we find out that it needs to be an Elvis funeral and Nick has to do the eulogy in addition to planning it. And Nick Kroll yells from the other room, do it, college. <laughs> catch that either so funny so fast forward to nick in his family office and jess asks if there's anything she can help with is he having time to process it and he says oh yeah great you can do the eulogy yes and he also is stressing out he says a white elvis is out of of, reach yep (laughs) out of reach for the budget too pricey yeah so then we find out that schmidt is in one of the rooms of the house trying on one of the suits just really just really funny is uh, when Jess suggests Elvis-themed music. Oh, yeah, except yeah. the mom gets so mad. Yeah. <laughs> or no, maybe that, no, that was Nick who gets, who's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so Schmidt is trying on one of Walt's old suits, but it has too many buttons, and he looks like a remote control. And but, we, as Joe pointed out to me, not buttons. Buttons. Yes, that's how I, at work, I say buttons and kittens, just to bug one of my coworkers. You also say mittens. I do say mittens, well, yes. One of, one of the funniest things in regards to the buttons was when he said, he said, I, I can't figure out this middle class button system. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't <laughs> catch that. Yeah. I forgot. I didn't write that yeah, down. because he was all upset about the buttons. Everywhere. Oh, I got yeah. buttons everywhere. I look like a remote control. And yeah. then, then he's talking about the middle class <laughs> buttons. And, you know, I, once I figure out this middle class button system. Well, and yeah. I don't want to jump ahead, but I like when he gets stuck in it and he can't get it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Um, so we find out that Schmidt doesn't actually want to go to the funeral because he's scared and he doesn't like open caskets because why should he have to see the carcass? Right. Like it's an animal. Not, exactly. not my favorite humor. More no. on that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So Jess asks the, um, brother and the brother-in-law some questions about Walt since she's trying to write the eulogy. And that's when the exchange about the gold chain goes down mm-hmm. and the brother-in-law's like, no, that's. My dad's chain, and it's just the funniest argument because it just emphasizes the seediness of Walt. And then they ask Jess if she's hooking up with Nick and, like, raise their eyebrows nonstop. Right. It's so, like, a brothery sort of thing. Realistic. Well, the best line on the gold chain was, is when... dishwasher deal? It was Nick goes, well, the the gold chain, it was like floss, but thick floss. You know what I'm saying? For the thickness yes. of it. Oh, that, that's at the end of the episode. Oh, During okay. the eulogy. Oh, yeah. it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was when they were Oh, wait. On the couch. No, wait. Hold on, Joe. I'm sorry. Maybe you're wrong. On the couch. But Nick's not in there. So it was one of the brothers. I think it was, it was yeah, Nick, it was, Nick Kroll it was, says that's it. That's what I'm saying, Nick. Oh, oh that's the Nick see, I meant. It's confusing Nick Kroll. because there's a Nick in the show. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, not Nick Miller. Nick Miller didn't right. say so it. So we'll call Nick Kroll Nick Jamie Kroll. for the purposes oh, of this Nick. discussion. Sounds good. <laughs> so um, Schmidt and Winston decide to do a practice for Ooh. what to do when you're by. Uh, a dead person. So Schmidt, I'm sorry. So Winston pretends to be dead. Schmidt comes over and says he always thought they'd be rivals for Nick's attention and, and for who wore who Easter, Easter colors, Easter best. colors best. And he calls him a beautiful black butterfly. And then when Winston turns to say thank you, Schmidt freaks out and is like, you shouldn't, you scared me. Now I'm really not going. And then he says, you ghoul. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> 
So Nick is um, on the phone and his mom comes in and is throwing questions at him while he's trying to be on the phone. Jess tries to help, makes it worse. Well, he wasn't just on the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the line of the episode for me. Oh, what was it? Because he goes, Nick, if you listen and maybe closed caption captured it more than that regular. But Nick goes, $2,000 for six feet. Well, how much for three feet? That did happen. That's funny. You know, know, six feet deep for the grave or three feet. Yeah. Yeah. So he thought he'd get half price. Yeah. 50% off. (laughs) So it's obvious a very stressful situation for him. And that's when Jess has to gently lay on him that she doesn't really think she should do the eulogy. And they kind of have an argue. The brothers are fighting. And he ends up just taking off after he gets his coat. And the grandma tries to defuse it by Mm. offering people weed. Yes. She's funny. They put her, she's very typecast in her roles. She is. She's, she's awesome. <laughs> well, Nick says to Jess, and this was another great line by Nick. He's like, and not Nick Kroll, Nick Miller. Yeah. He says, <laughs> oh my God. He says, Jess, I'm not asking too much. I'm just asking you to write my dad. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he thinks the eulogy is like, you know, the being potato the, salad. Yeah, or being the, uh, Napkins, you know, the person the who Napkins. brings, who sits people at a funeral or something, you right. know, something. Usher. Yeah, like an usher. Or who pushes people down yeah, in the not, wheelchair. Not the person who's going to be the main contributor to the, you know, the atmosphere <laughs> of the, you know, Event. funeral. And, right. Yeah. 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 Can it's set the, the tone. The eulogy is the main thing. It really is. Yeah. It is. So now we're at the funeral, and the group can't find Nick anywhere when he shows up drunk with a very sketchy-looking, quote-unquote, Elvis, and says, don't worry, Jess, I did what you told me to. I wrote the gigliography. <laughs> and when, when someone takes it out and reads it, it says, Walt, Mil- Walt Miller. Am I right? <laughs> and then there's a huge picture of Walt. With the lights. With, like, the lights around. And I noticed, too, later, uh, Schmidt holds up the program to his mouth, and you can see, yeah. That was what I was all stuff Talk I never about. noticed the first time I watched okay, it. Okay, all right. Well, we're siblings, so we like the same stuff. So Jess immediately takes charge, gives everyone an assignment, and tries to go sober Nick up. But before we see what happens with that, we see the brother-in-law, let's see, his name is Bobby, um, going in, trying to steal the chain off a dead man. Typical. I know it's a sitcom, but oh, cringeworthy to me. Yeah. Schmidt has no choice but to walk in because no one's there. And Bobby says to him, beat it, Callie. And he goes, Long Island, son. Yes. <laughs> and he wants to see the body before the funeral. No, he didn't yeah, want like, to see like it. Yeah, like a wedding. No, he, yeah, he said Jess it. goes, that's yeah. a wedding and thing. And then Jess yeah. says, no, that's yeah, like he said it's, bride. They said, come over here. And he said, I can't because it's bad luck for me to see oh, the body before okay, the funeral. okay, gotcha. So um, they get in a fight and Schmidt ends up with his head. Again, I'm not, I don't like any of this part. Uh, smushed into the casket, but that's when he yeah. realizes he's not afraid, keeps sticking his head in and out, and says, all day, all day, son. Yeah, what's up? Hilarious. All day, what's yeah. up? Yeah, that and was then Bobby's shit. like, dude, you're freaking me out, leaves, and he saves the day, and Walt still has his chain on that's like thick dental frost. But I yeah. can, you know, I can kind of relate to Schmidt's Absolutely. dilemma there, because when you overcome a phobia, yes. I mean, you are ecstatic, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, really? You know, like, like for instance, 
I used to get birds in my house when I was in college. I hated birds. Really? I'd call my sorry, roommates. What? Get that go bird, down your Get the bird place? out of here. Yeah, they fly in. Go like more than place. one? Back east, the bats go in with no problem. Oh. Yeah, especially Ooh. if you're, uh, what they call it, a flute is open. It'll oh. fly right in. So then you got to get it out of there. That's terrible. But then uh, finally, there was no roommates home. So I had to do it myself. And I'm like, right. I, I have like a four foot broom. Right. So four foot between me and this dove. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get this dove out of here, you know? And then, dove. Yeah. And you're just kind of hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it kind of waddles over, waddles over. But then once you get it out, you're like, oh, that ain't so bad. And then right. you're ready for the next thing. You know what I'm right. saying? First of right. all, let's hope PETA's not listening. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Peter No, there was no animals harmed in the uh, transmission of getting the dove out. No, yeah. the when dove flew So yeah. here's yeah. a hot tip for everybody because I work at the Humane Society. One day I was dropping Kane off at elementary school and this teacher came out. There's a bird in my classroom. I don't know what to do. And Kane goes, my mom will know what to do. She works for the Humane Society. Well, I do marketing. So I was like, <laughs> So I called the humane officer. He's like, it's super easy to get a bird out of anywhere. What you do is you turn off all the lights. You close every single window, the glass, the blinds, and you leave one egg exit point open one window or oh. one door because they fly towards light oh no well, that, won't that, so that, that won't work for bats that's what i did and everyone for days acted like i was such a rock star Super and then hero. then the, they're like oh we call you the bird lady now and i'm like hard oh. pass i'll take caden's mom no but when i was um a freshman in high school i didn't know how to open the lock for my locker oh my god and then i learned and I couldn't stop doing it. Did they yep. have keys? They had keys when no. I went to school there. Well, not for PE. Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, your combo lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combo. Yeah. yeah, I had. To, yeah. I never First had to do that. Because do I go past the number once or yeah. twice? Right. Or do I go left? It's How many times? Oh, Kane and I had to learn that together. And every day yeah. during PE, when I knew he was in PE, I would like oh. start to panic. Like, what if he can't get his locker? He didn't have a key one? No, no, they, no, they don't even use those anymore. Oh, they don't. And I think that was just anymore. a private school thing. Maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're in the bathroom of the church or chapel, wherever we are for the funeral, um, with Jess and Nick, and she they have a talk, and she's like, you know, I have your back no matter what, no matter how stupid it gets. I just I was going to be there to hold your hand, but you ran out before I could say it, and it's a really touching moment. Yeah, it was touching. When we see Winnie is with Nick's, or, well, Winston, but she calls him Winnie, is with Nick's mom, and she's like, you know, this is a disaster. It's starting late. He's like, I'm going to go up there and say something. So she says, keep it light and happy. <laughs> and honestly, whenever I think of Winston's character, even though this isn't my favorite episode, I think of this scene really? where he's like talking and being light. He looks at it, and he's just like throwing himself on the podium, crying and bouncing off it. Just cracks me up for it, some it's reason. It's very funny. Well, what I, what I like is how the writers, made the voice still screaming in the background because it cuts to the next thing which is Jess is the fake Elvis oh. it cuts to the next scene but you can still hear Winston yelling hear and screaming well she's in the oh. room with him so yeah, yeah. I hear didn't it. even notice that though. yeah because he's like oh and it didn't hit him and, and that's so true too about what we do in everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing hits you until it's real, right? Why? Nothing hits you until, Nothing until it's does. real. Nothing yeah. does, You hear about rattlesnakes that don't hit you till you see one rattle right. in front of you, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Or a bear. You're like, oh, it'd be nice to see a bear. Oh, there's you a, see bear. a bear. Yeah. It's not so nice to see a bear. Yeah. No, it would not you know be. This is where I tell our honeymoon story if I hadn't already. This is a situation <laughs> that... 
he had to see it, and then once he saw it, he just kind of freaked out. And exactly, it, it was just too him. much. Because when you're in the situation, it's totally different than yeah. a hypothesis of being in it. So as Joe alluded to, Jess comes in as Elvis, right as the mom's about to cancel the funeral and starts singing. Nick comes in while she's singing and sees her and smiles, and it's so so sweet and so cute. And um, Nick walks in. And while the mom's trying to cancel it again because of just singing and is like, no, he would our dad would have loved this and ends up giving what's so important about eulogy is that it was honest and true to the person, not necessarily making them sound like someone they aren't, which is so weird because I just watched the, it's embarrassing to admit, but the Dawson's Creek episode (laughs) where Andy has to give a eulogy at the really mean girl at the school's funeral and she finds a way to be honest and really honor her. Oh, she and does. I was like, this is a heavy, it was the same day. I was oh, like, this is a little much a little for me. Intense. Yeah. Yeah. So as Nick is finishing up his speech, Jess holds his hand and you can see the mom's reaction that, you know, she can see that they really care about each other and she appreciates that she's there for her son, which I really liked. And then everyone starts singing, including the mom. And Winston feels like he was really transported to the ghetto. Yeah, or not Winston, I'm sorry. So um, that almost wraps up the episode. We're at their house and everyone's leaving. And we see that Winston is visibly wearing a hat that's not his because it's Pop Pops. As he called and when he takes it off, it's filled with things he was going to steal. Of Pop Pops. Yes. Yeah. But the mom tells him to keep everything and then gives Jess some snacks. Oh, and that. That's how we see that she's broken through, and now she likes Jess and is excited that Nick has her. And this is important. There is a, like a minute in that scene, a moment in that scene, where you see Nick, and he is gazing at Jess and the mom. I don't know if you guys noticed yeah, that. It's when they hugged, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was really, it was a beautiful gaze. I did see that. And then yeah. I thought the funniest part of that scene is when Nick's saying bye to the mom, and she goes, oh, I'm so glad you got someone to take care of you. And they're looking over at Jess. Uh-huh. And she's trying to open the cheese puffs bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she can't do puffs. it. I thought it was carrots. Because okay. it's, it's one of those bags that you got to get your fingers in there. Yeah. And, you know, well, I think it's because her, her yeah. mittens are on. Like a problem. Ziploc yeah. bag, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they can stick in the middle. So, yeah, that's the girl taking care of you. You can't open cheese puffs. Right, right. Then Jamie comes out and asks when Nick's getting married because he's under the impression brothers have to get married in, in order. order. <laughs> and we end with some nice Elvis clips and singing. And fun fact. Hmm. In that clip, once again, Max does his natural smile. Yes. Or maybe he's just a really good actor. No. Oh, okay. Heather thinks he's a bad actor. He's a good actor, but I know the difference in his smile. So that brings us to our favorite Jess look. Mine for sure was the black funeral dress with the belt at the funeral. Joe, what was yours? The Elvis uniform. (laughs) Yeah, costume. (laughs) Uniform. Heather, what was yours? Well, the Elvis uniform was great, but I actually went with her pea coat because, for once, Mm. she's in proper pea coat weather. Yes, not Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Let's do best dressed of the episode, Heather. Why don't you keep going? Um, Okay. uh, I had kind of a tie. Winnie B, because he looked so great in Walt's hat. Mm -hmm, mm. But then, you know, I had. He did look cute. I would be remiss if I didn't give a nod to Jess in the Elvis suit. Yes, which is funny that it would fit her because she's a very small girl. That was one of my discussion Oh, questions. sorry. The pretend I didn't say it. Joe, uh, best dress character for this episode for you. For Probably this episode. Nick because Nick finally had to put a suit on for a funeral. 
Yeah, he's worn, oh, a, he's he's worn, worn a suit a, a few times. times. Weddings yeah. and stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, my best dress was actually Winston, but it was for his look at the funeral. I just thought he looked oh, real handsome in his suit. Oh, he did look handsome. Okay. Favorite Schmidt moment, Heather. Well, I know it was totally inappropriate, but when he was saying, all day, son. Yes, that's, that's actually mine, too. Yeah, I uh, didn't want it to be. No. Joe, what was your favorite? I would say when he was practicing the eulogy on Winston. Oh, oh yeah. Vying for was Nick's hilarious. attention. Easter colors. Good, who looked better in Easter colors. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of funny because it all tied in with Schmidt's character this episode was anxiety. Anxiety yes. over death. Yes. Because if you never experienced it before, which apparently he hasn't, right? Mm-hmm. Then... There's many ways you react to it. Right. And his anxiety was just, the meter was through the roof. Yeah. So you, 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 see, you see him going through the process of trying to, you know, contain that anxiety. Right. Yeah. And the eulogy was just a great depiction of that. And he's a mess, but you can see that he wants to be there for Nick. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, of all the things to happen to the guy. Yeah. His and suitcase he, goes missing. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that was the first thing that he was anxious about. Yeah. And then the buttons, right? Oh, the remote the control suit. He was all class. upset about that. Also, yeah. they didn't even stay for that many days. So did he really need to check his bag? Like, oh, I'm sure he had casual well, wear. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Jam. I forgot. Let's talk about Schmidt. His yeah. OCD <laughs> side definitely showed definitely. up. Definitely. Yeah. So there was a zero on the jar count this time and we're gonna go with favorite funniest moments from the episode overall joe what was your favorite or funniest moment i like when the brothers were sitting on the couch mm. and they were interrogating jeff's totally yeah. Jeff's. <laughs> that like, was a good with scene. the eyebrows and she's just like what? especially <laughs> bobby's eyebrows because instead of going up and down he's making them like alternate oh i know those were funny yeah heather was your favorite or funniest moment well i just i i don't know why but it completely slayed me when Winston is up on the altar and then Schmidt holds up the program. Yes. And yes. it says Walt on it. Yes. With the lights yeah. around and him. the attention to detail there, it just got me. Absolutely. So I did something different. I did a favorite and a funniest this time. Ooh. Because my favorite moment is the bathroom scene where Jess says she wanted to hold, she would have been there to hold his hand the way that they look at each other. And then when she actually holds his hand later. Ooh. But my funniest, like I already said, was Winston's crying at the, at the funeral. The fly himself around like a fish out of water. Right. So funny. All right, that brings us to Honey Roast Award. Ooh. Joe, let's start with you. Okay. The best character here. Or uh, prop, as you've pointed out to us. Or prop, I think, is going to be Schmidt. Mm. Okay. I, yeah, because I think his, his the story of his anxiety... And trying mm-hmm. to deal with uh, the time of disaster. And you know, it's funny. They all were dealing with it in their own way. Nick was dealing in his own way. Very Nick he, didn't know, he didn't know a lot of the protocols of the right. funeral. He's you know what I'm saying? He definitely didn't know the cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, he didn't know that you can't ask for a 50% discount and dig three feet down. You know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? That was crazy. I mean, so, <laughs> so they all had their different ways of dealing with it. And I, I thought Schmidt, the, the way they depicted him from the eulogy to the all day, all day, yeah. you know, <laughs> that, that was great. 
great depiction of his anxiety. Absolutely. Nice. I always like to see Schmidt getting a honey roast. Yeah. Speaking Especially of. Since I could not give him one Ooh, this time. Who is your honey roast I kind of pulled a Joe. Mm. And I went for. But what I did. I did something interesting. I gave my honey roast to the props people. Okay. Of the show. Because of the Walt sign. The and costume. the matching program. I mean oh, he thinks yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of detail in this episode. Very detailed. I am giving it to Jake Johnson slash Nick because he had a wide range of emotions and I feel like they're portrayed accurately instead of his like kind of you know Nick like yelling screaming sort of things yeah. it was very like more realistic Ooh. so I like that I did not find a bear and I'm very frustrated because in whatever room the guys are in trying on Schmidt's uh, Walt's suit on Schmidt which I'm assuming is like maybe Nick's old room there's like a gorilla poster oh. like a, a truck I was like it's gotta be in here I even rewound it oh, nothing did wow. you guys find it I didn't no, no. But good catch on that, Nick. Um, how the emotions were in him being his usual. Yeah, because he just like screams a lot. Yeah, but this was like more muted, and you can and tell he, he was sort stressed of out. Took the leadership role mm-hmm. in the family. Yeah. Someone messaged us about how they can't wait to like get further. They just started listening to the podcast get further because Nick really, when you think about it, has the most one of the most amazing character arcs for growth. On the show. Okay. And like this is I think one of those moments of a little bit of growth. It's like a sneak peek. Yeah. So that brings us to discussion questions. Joe, why don't you kick us off? Well, I think mine is in regards to since it's an episode (laughs) of death, right? So we got to talk about anxiety of it. And and if you remember the first time you had... You had the choice of going to a funeral or not, uh-huh. and how how did you deal with the anxiety of of it? And and hopefully you didn't run into remote control suits and everything else. No, but, well, we're girls. luckily but, I did not. But you know, maybe it's just you held on to a family member a little bit tighter, or you didn't right. want to stray from that circle a little tighter, or. You just didn't want to go into the room where the showing was and just wanted to hear the eulogy. So you're talking about your first funeral. Yeah, your first funeral. I I, I have a story for that, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's really, it was a positive experience. So my first funeral, and you were there too, pal. um, I was in eighth grade. That was the first time I had gone to a funeral. Mm -hmm. And it was for, like, my granny's friend. But she was like a mom to my granny. And her name was Honey. And we were pen pals and, like, BFF. So I was 13. She was, like, 97. But we were BFF. And so I don't remember, like, really if I was nervous or anything like that because it was a long time ago. But what I do remember is her son gave the eulogy. Mm -hmm. And then he wrote that the last thing that she heard was he had picked up her mail and read her a letter from me mm-hmm. and that her grandson was there. So, like, the two young people in her life. So, it actually made it a positive for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, oh, well, little things do matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I understood that her age and she was at peace. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I was, like, in third grade then. Yeah. So, I don't remember that. Um, But I will say that, like, I know when I was younger, like, they were, like, they feel weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like, somewhat recently I went to a funeral for someone who wasn't a family member, which I think was my 
Well, and, and but anyway, the thing about funerals is if there's any discomfort, it's I think it's good to battle through it because you feel better after the funeral's over. Yeah. Like, you're still sad the person died, but I think there is something to be said for, like, closure or whatever. And you come or out getting the a chance side. to say how you felt about him or, you know, and so I think that it's important, but I don't even remember what your question was. <laughs> uh, how, like did how, you, how did you, how did you deal with the anxiety? I don't remember. So... How I dealt with it was actually through humor. And okay. and one of the things for the eulogy, and and I remember uh, one of your uncles at your at your grandpa's funeral, I, he's like, I, I was the youngest son and I was the music guy. And yeah, I was just a real joy to have, you know, talking, but he talked about his doctor brother and all these other oh, accomplishments. He <laughs> you know, and he'd always kind of like self- you know, self put himself. Oh, yeah, self deprecating himself. humor. Okay. You know, that kind of humor. But right. But that's the kind of stuff that really puts you at ease at a funeral. That's what yeah, really yeah. breaks the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I went to, I, and I've been to funerals where nobody shows up in a suit. And it's Ew. like bikers and tattoos and, and stuff like that. Because really? that's what that guy was, you oh, know. Okay. It, that's what, that was his life, you know. And, and here, I'm the only guy in the room in a suit. <laughs> What's going on here? But then the jokes come out and people start laughing. Oh. At first, it's the sadness, as we all right. know. But I think it's the humor. And it sounds kind of weird, I guess. No, but right. that's the way I deal with life, yeah. really, is, yeah. is I find the humor in things. Right. And, and so when they start cracking the jokes, I just think that's great, and and uh, that's how I deal with anxiety. Well, when well, you see someone crying, what you try to do is crack a joke. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that that's a good point, Joe. It almost like that's kind of the line that divides the funeral from what we now call celebration of life. Because then yeah. we're sharing funny stories and good memories, yeah. Yeah. and we're laughing and not crying as much. It yeah. is. Good, good it question. Is. All right, Heather, discussion question. Yeah, I have. Um, okay, well, we already went over one. How did the Elvis suit fit jazz? Ridiculous. Yeah, that made no sense. Okay, um, and then this really bothered me. Um, why wasn't CC there? She's not friends with Nick. They actually make a point to show that they're kind of not that friendly like when he wa- he comes this in a later episode when he comes back from his trip and um with megan fox's character if you're name right now mm-hmm. and he walks in he yells everyone's name and no one answers so he goes fine cc <laughs> like another time he doesn't have her phone number oh okay well because what i wrote down in my notes is if she came really to go it's like seems on paper like you're supporting nick yeah but really given winston's feelings toward pop pop mm-hmm. You're actually supporting Winnie B, too. Yeah, I, don't think she, I don't know that she's particularly close to Winston yet, either. you got to remember, this is early on. I think yeah. you're thinking of what you know about them all together. I think it was in mm. Los Angeles. Oh, she would have shown up. But it's they flew to Chicago. They stayed in someone's house. Right. And I don't think that's her scene. Is, you know, kind of before the era of Winston and... Yeah, Classic they haven't had their first Winston mess around. CC mess well, around. technically, we think they have because Thanksgiving episode, but yes. Okay, so those are my discussion questions. Okay, so mine's more a discussion statement, and some of the things you guys said right now made me feel a little bit differently about it, but I'm going to say it anyways. I just thought the whole time I was watching it from start to finish, although I do think Schmidt has a tendency to make things about himself, so this was on brand, <laughs> yeah. whether the anxiety was real or not, but I just didn't see him dropping the ball for Nick. No matter what the anxiety is, no matter what the barrier is, he loves him. He had a Tinfinity anniversary party with him. He thinks of him almost like a, like, it's like their relationship is almost like a romantic relationship. It's one of the strongest relationships. And so I just thought, 
I was just disappointed in his behavior because there was some, yeah, you could say it was legitimate anxiety, but then there was also some just like making it about him. I respectfully disagree. Okay. Because I think that that's part of why he was, okay, first of all, the fear of death. Mm -hmm. That's never fun. But part of it was he was under all this pressure, like, oh my gosh, this person I love's mm -hmm. dad died. Yeah. How do I, you know, what can I do? This is terrible. I think he was just, and then his luggage gets lost and he mm -hmm. is Schmidt. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just like, he was just like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. What yeah. do you think, Joe? Um, I see it both ways. I mean. Yeah. I think in the context of the show they itself. They needed it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's. The, the, from romantic scenes to death to, you know, friends' challenges, this show <laughs> always has a way to mix in the humor. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and where else the, would you get the humor? Yeah, yeah. And take the heavy side of something and just make it lighter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also going to add... We'll a, do that as our uh, Instagram poll. Nice. Yeah. And then another thing that could have been going on with Schmidt, too, is... Okay, so Nick's dad's dying. He's a second dad to Winnie. And I wonder if Schmidt's thinking of his own relationship mm. with his father contributing to his turmoil. Okay, now I'm not as mad at him. Good job, Heather. That was Thank deep. Thank you. All right, then that concludes our discussion about this episode. We'll see you guys next week for season two, episode 21, where great news, we will still be in a room together because we're Yay. recording it in four minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see you in four minutes. Oh, and also we're at like 6,400 followers on Instagram. I think when we get to 10,000 to celebrate, I'm going to do a bonus drop episode, either that Ooh. day or two on a Monday. So I would, yeah. if you guys haven't followed us at apartment underscore underscore 4d please do so and we'll see you guys next week have a great week we love you guys thanks for listening bye, bye. everybody bye.